Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining me. My name's Victor Nieves. This is the Deep Dive Podcast, and I've got a question for you. What's the highest title of honor that somebody could possibly have in the United States of America in the year 2022? Well, obviously, I'm going to answer that question. The highest title of honor available to anyone in the United States of America right now today is that of a victim. When somebody can claim victimhood status in the United States, they are untouchable. They become bulletproof instantly. You can't criticize them. You can't question them. You can't stand in opposition to them because they'll just inevitably pull out this victimhood status, this victim card, and immediately they become impenetrable. They become nobility. No one in the room can question a darn thing that they do or anything that they say. So I want to talk about a handful of examples, several stories that have, some of them are recent, some of them are just stories that have popped up throughout the years, but I want to talk about a couple of stories where people just straight up lied. They completely fabricated a total hoax in order to achieve that so sought after victimhood status. And the first story that I want to talk about is a story that comes weirdly enough out of the United States military, specifically the United States Air Force, where you had a black airman, an airman from Arizona, who faked an entire series of text messages. He painted this picture as if his supervisor, as if his his white sergeant, his supervisor, literally denied him a promotion because of his skin color. I'll, I'll read you for some context the direct quotes because these text messages that he brought forward, he posted them on Facebook into a big Air Force, you know, Facebook page. He posts these, these you know, allegations on there and they went super viral. Everybody was talking about it. You've got this guy whose life is about to be ruined because he's accused of being a racist. This is what the quote was, or this is what the, you know, the alleged, the fake messages were. So it says, this is supposed to be from the sergeant. It says, you, we will not be sending your name up for promotion at the squadron. You currently have a shaving waiver, which isn't a professional image. And I think the Air Force is looking for somebody of white complexion and with an image that the Air Force needs. Then the guy who lied about the whole thing, the airman, replies back in this hoax and says, this is the third job that's been held over my head due to my looks and something that's based on personal preference. Well, it turns out after an investigation, the entire thing was fabricated. The messages were a total lie. So why in the world would this guy fake this whole thing, put all this out there, what, what could possibly compel somebody to want to, to fake something like this? Obviously, you're going to get in trouble when you, whenever everybody finds out that you made up this whole thing. I would sure hope being someone in the military, this guy's going to face serious discipline for making this whole thing up. I bet once upon a time, if you made something up like that about one of your superiors, you'd probably get in some seri- serious, serious trouble. So I don't know what's going to happen to this guy in the long run, but I do know that he was looking to be a victim. He made it up. He went out of his way to try and lay claim to some sort of a stake as a victim, as somebody who should be deserving of special treatment because they're a victim. Somebody can be, who can be put up on a pedestal and be called a victim. Why is it that there's an example like this out of the Air Force, out of the United States military? And that's not the only example. Let's talk about another famous story. 
You may have heard of this one. It's often referred to as the Mattress Girl story. When a woman named Emma Solkowitz, I hope I pronounced that right, Emma Solkowitz, she carried around a mattress all around campus for like an entire year. She carried around this big mattress, like the kind of mattress that they have in dorm rooms on a college campus. She carried around this mattress to gain a bunch of notoriety and a bunch of attention to raise awareness to what she claimed was a rape that happened. She said that she was raped on campus by another student. That student was named, I'm going to butcher this one, that student was named Paul Nungesser, something like that. Paul Nungesser. She accused him of raping her. She said that the, the demonstration, whatever you want to call it, of carrying around the mattress would end whenever this guy was expelled from the university, when he was kicked out. So she, she carries this mattress around. She gets national attention. I mean, all kinds of people were, were tuning into this. They were talking about how horrible it was that this girl was raped and that this student was allowed to walk free and all of this kind of stuff. Well, it turns out the entire thing was a hoax. We don't know exactly why Mattress Girl did this. We don't know why she would make something like this up, why she would ruin this guy Paul, why she would ruin this guy's life like this, why she would draw this much attention to herself just to basically turn around and admit the whole thing was a hoax, the whole the whole thing was some performative art. It never even happened. She wasn't a victim of anything. She just made the entire thing up, ruining this guy's life. Could you imagine? Put yourself in this guy's shoes and imagine that there's accusations out there against you that you beat, because the, the, the accusations were very serious. She alleged that she that this guy smacked her around, that he choked her, that he anally raped her, all this kind of stuff. And, and this guy's name is just being drugged through the mud. Imagine that you're that guy. Having all of this stuff said about you, national attention, your life is literally ruined. I mean, this is the kind of stuff that literally ruins a guy's life. And she spends all this time doing it just to turn around and say the whole thing was a hoax. Just to say the whole thing was made up. It was performative art. What the heck would compel somebody to do something like that? I don't know. But obviously we can see another example of how somebody so desperately wanted to, to achieve this victimhood status. And again, this isn't the only example. Remember... That famous guy who pretended that he got beat up in the whole MAGA country, right? Jesse Smollett. Do we need to remind ourselves of the entire Jesse Smollett hoax where he paid a couple of dudes to go, ironically, a couple of black dudes, he paid with a check. Talk about stupid. Jesse Smollett paid a couple guys to stage a hoax where he claimed that he was beat up and I think he said they poured gasoline on him and they had this noose and they said, this is MAGA country. He said there were these white racist Trump supporters that beat him up in the middle of the night, said, this is MAGA country. What are you doing around here, boy? And all this kind of stuff just to have this whole entire investigation into it. And it turns out the whole thing was another hoax. He literally made it up. He paid to have this made up, paid with a check. I can't get over that. How stupid do you have to be to stage this entire hoax and then pay with a check? Talk about dumb. But obviously, what do all three of these stories have in common? What do these stories have as a central theme? It's somebody going all the way out of their way, literally way out of their way, sometimes carrying around a, a, a big heavy mattress, Sometimes they're paying a couple Nigerian guys to pretend to beat them up. It doesn't matter. They're, they're going way out of their way 
could be fabricating text messages, whatever it is, going way out of their way to lie about people. Why is it? Maybe, just maybe, these are sick people. Maybe they're actually like sick in the head. Maybe they're evil and they're one of those weirdos that just wants to ruin somebody else's life. They just want to destroy somebody else's life. And that may be. I think we would be, I think we'd be wrong to assume that that's not the case. It's entirely possible that that's what their goal is. But I don't think it's that. I don't think so. I think that what these people are pursuing, so many of these people who, who stage these fake hoaxes and they, these race things or these sexual assault things or blah, 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 I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to establish their place on the hierarchy of society. Because right now in American culture, the highest place that you could possibly be, the highest position, the greatest title of nobility that you could possibly obtain in the United States is that of a victim. We see this race. It's like it's a competition, like it's, like it's an Olympic event where people are trying to, to scramble to figure out who's the most oppressed, who's the biggest victim, who has it the worst, right? You'll hear people all the time discredit somebody. They'll say, you're just a straight white man. What they're doing, right, the very core of that argument, what they're doing is they're posturing. They're putting themselves up higher on the, on the hierarchy, they're saying that their thoughts, their opinions, their beliefs are bigger, better, and more important than yours are because they're a victim. That's what they're saying. That's the very core of that argument. If a white guy tries to tell, say a, a straight white guy tries to tell a, a homosexual white guy something, oftentimes you'll see that, they'll, that the homosexual white guy will fall back on the, on the belief that, you know, and this isn't everybody. I want to be careful whenever I say this. This is not like an overarching guaranteed rule, but oftentimes what you'll see is you'll see this rebuttal of, who are you to tell me this? You're a straight white male. In a very clear derogatory fashion, they'll say, you're a straight white male, which is to say that I outrank you because I'm not straight. Because, right, the, the underlying presumption within that presumption is that they're treated differently, that they have it worse, that because they've got it so bad as gay people or because they have it so bad as whatever, you know, insert whatever victimized group you want to, whatever group it might be, because they have it so bad, then their opinion is worth more than you because they've experienced things that you can't and you can't comment on these things because you're, you're an oppressor. It falls into this oppression matrix where you have different categories of people who have been assigned different roles. If you're a straight white Christian man in the United States of America, then you've been you've been slotted as the evil, horrible, oppressive, terrible person and everyone else, every other category in the book is now a victim. And they're a victim because you apparently did something. Even if you're the most innocent human being in the world, you could be a complete saint. But if you happen to be a straight white male, then you've been labeled, you've been slotted as some sort of an oppressive, evil human being. Therefore, they're above you on this oppression hierarchy, on this, this Olympic Games of who can be the most oppressed and who can be the biggest victim. And that's a really big problem. Because for one thing, what this does, and we can't overlook this, one thing that happens whenever you allow this kind of pursuit of victimhood status and blah, 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 and these massive hoaxes like this is it is it, it greatly it greatly harms the people who are actually victims i mean seriously let's think about it when you have Jesse Smollett's out there who are claiming that they were that they were the victims of like racially motivated attacks or you have the mattress girl out there 
who claims that she was brutally raped and attacked physically. All that that serves to do is a great discredit to the actual victims that are out there. The people who were actually beaten and anally raped. The people who were actually lynched because of their race. The people who actually suffered through very real things. And it has happened throughout human history. There have been horrible things that have happened to people. But when you have these, these degenerate scumbags that are trying to, trying to coattail that to establish some sort of fame or notoriety or get some sort of attention or climb the hierarchy, the social status hierarchy, that's a really big problem because now you're doing a gigantic disservice to the people who have actually experienced that kind of trauma. Now we're allowing people like Jesse Smollett to piggyback onto this to try, and it only incentivizes more and more and more of this dishonesty. Sometimes people will ask, they'll say, why can't you just believe all victims? Or why can't you just believe all this or all that? And the answer is, I would love to. I would love nothing more than to live in a world where we could trust anyone and everyone who comes forward with an accusation. If somebody was to say that they are the victim of X, Y, or Z, I would love to be able to take them at their word and say, you know what, there'd be no reason for you to lie about this. Of course, if you're making up this kind of a claim, then I'm sure that it's correct. Let's go do something about it. But the reality is we need proof. We need evidence. In the United States, I'm not saying our system of justice is perfect. If you have a better option, if you have a, a, some sort of an improvement, be sure to let me know. Maybe I'll talk about it in the future. But as of right now, our, our system of government says innocent until proven guilty. And we flipped that around on its head lately, and we've started burning people at the stake the second that an accusation is made, rather than allowing our justice system to sort it out. We're ruining people's lives the second that they get accused, like that poor kid that was on a college campus, had his whole life ahead of him, gets accused of brutally attacking and then anally raping somebody when he did nothing of that sort. He gets accused of all this kind of stuff, and his life gets ruined. People just rip this guy apart. They destroy his entire life because the mob assumes that he's guilty just because he was accused. And I wish, I wish we could do that. I wish we could just have great confidence that if somebody is accused of something, then they must actually have done it. But when we see innocent people getting accused of that and then the mob burns them to the ground, then it reminds me why we have the system of justice that we have. Imagine yourself in his shoes and tell me you want to change things. No, I wouldn't want to change. Well, I would want to change things back to innocent until proven guilty. But if, if you imagine yourself in his shoes, you would very much want things to be innocent until proven guilty. You wouldn't want this mob mentality. You wouldn't want this mob rule and this, this incentivization of victimhood status where people now desire it. People want that. It, it, it's so strange to me that we've flipped everything on its head so much. I'm not saying that, that there's something wrong with you if you're an actual victim. If you are an actual victim of, of a real situation or circumstance, my heart goes out to you. But I can't stand these people who are making things up. I can't stand these people who are trying to use that victimhood status as if it's something to be desired, and they're using it oftentimes for political gain. Sometimes they're just using it for clout. Or for fame, and that's a really, really serious problem. So to summarize real quick here, there's absolutely nothing wrong with actually being a victim. But there is something wrong with lying. With lying and putting on a hoax, doing a Jussie Smollett, a Bubba Wallace, a Mattress Girl, you name it. There's something very, very sinister. There's something sick in the head, in my opinion, of anyone who would lie about that.
Anyone who would so desperately pursue victimhood status, and they're actually harming the legitimate victims that are out there. Anyways, folks, that's all I got for you today. Just an interesting conversation, an interesting observation that I've had about the most the most revered, the most respected title of honor or nobility that exists right now in the United States, a title that is being extremely weaponized by those on the left, and that is the title of being a victim. Being able to lay claim to being oppressed, to victimhood status, and etc. And I think it's a really big problem. I think it will continue to be a bigger and bigger problem in the United States so long as we allow it to be. So long as we continue to allow people to get away with this and we continue to continue to, to basically worship anyone who can lay claim to being a victim. We should, generally speaking, do our best to treat people with dignity and respect, but to treat everyone the same. And then, and not to put people up on a higher status, a higher point on the social hierarchy, just because they try and claim some sort of oppressed status. I understand that that's a, 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 there's a very complex discussion that could happen here on how we should handle people who are actually victims of things, but what we should all be able to agree upon is that when you lie about it, that's the worst possible thing. We should treat victims with a level of respect and dignity and help them wherever we possibly can. But this this oppression Olympics we've got going on right now, it's not helping anybody. Anyways, if you enjoy the podcast, be sure to go to thegoons.locals.com. Become a supporter. It's only $3 a month. It helps to make these podcasts possible. I try my best to give you all early access. This week I was traveling. I was a little bit a little bit late, but we will resume our normal schedule. Everyone on Locals, the supporters over there, get early access. They get to vote on content, so on and so forth. And I'm fully independent. You guys help make this all possible. Until next time, God bless. Keep me in your prayers. Keep your country in your prayers. I'll see you all next time.